Orlando Out of Context. This is episode 40 and I'm Brian. And I'm Stephanie. Welcome back everyone. Episode hey. 40. 4-0. The big 4-0. 4-0. Who knew we would be this far? So make sure you go and follow us on Instagram at Orlando five Out of stars. Context. It's not a review thing. Still anytime. Just five stars. <laughs> go uh, listen and subscribe to us. On Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, all the places. All the places. So today we have uh, a little mix here. We're going to talk a little bit about restaurants. I've kind of compiled this list. Stephanie was sitting next to me when I compiled this list. She doesn't know some of the things that are on here. Secret. It's top secret. Because it makes it, you know, fresher. Fresher for me. Yeah, fresher for you, fresher for the conversation. Maybe one day I want to come up with a secret menu. I would be scared. And let you have a surprise. (laughs) No, you never get to be surprised. Yeah, generally. Don't you ever want to be surprised? Generally, I'm not the surprised one. Uh, Then we're going to talk about, um, well, kind of on the line of restaurants, we're going to talk about a food truck that we both visited this past week. Um, then we are going to talk about an event that's happening this summer at Typhoon Lagoon that we're kind of interested in. We hope that we're going to make it to. Then we're going to talk about uh, some movie and Netflix recommendations. That's coming up. Just, you know, because it's nice. You know, it's nice to kind of get recommendations. You know, because it's summer and it's like, it's that time where you just want to go sit in an air conditioned Especially place. for us here, our Florida natives, like people in, people up north, like they come out this time of year. And they and do we, the movies in the winter. And we they do, do the yeah. movies in but the But here summer. we, we stay inside all summer because it's too hot to do anything else. It's either inside in the AC or at the pool or the beach. And then finally, this past week I broke my cell phone. So we're going to talk a little bit about what to do when that cell phone screen breaks. That's it. You just cry. Yeah. Oh, my phone. So I have I have a recommendation for you of a really good place. So you need to stay tuned all the way to the end because it could happen to you. It could happen to any of us at ha- any moment. At any moment. You're, you're, you could be walking. You see your life flash through your eyes. Bam. And then your screen could be, you know, have a spider web crack in it. 200 bucks which is what happened to me this week but i found a place that's awesome and i am going to let you all know this little secret because i did the research i did the phone calls figured out what he's brian is the king of research he never takes the first first price you never take the first price you always got a wheel and deal that's right so balling on a budget so this today actually i was um just giving some articles um on intranets the interwebs the interwebs so I saw this. This is interesting. So Chef um, Camilo uh, Velasco, who is currently <coughs> the chef during lunchtime at the Ravenous Pig, he only the lunchtime. I guess that's a thing. Oh, it's a okay. thing. I guess I didn't know that that was a okay. thing, but I guess it's a thing. He is moving over to Disney, and he's going to oversee all of food and beverage at Old Key West. Oh, 
So the Ravenous Pig, we've talked about, I mean, I've talked about it many times on this podcast, how great that restaurant is. So he's moving over to Disney and he's going to do all of food and beverage for the Old Key West Resort at Disney. Nice. That I would be cool. that would be a fun job to, you know, uh, imagine if you were a chef and you got the... <laughs> imagine this. <laughs> like I just could, I mean, I've never had a job like that, but if, if food was your passion and you know you got into this new job and they say here you go here you have creative like go ahead and redesign the menu like redesign the snacks the breakfast the lunch the dinner so that's why i'm kind of bringing this up just you know to make the connect- that would be very fun to co- make the connection of okay we have a, a great local restaurant the ravenous pig and a chef they hired this chef he was there now he's moving over over to old key west and olivia's cafe is a sit down dining uh location there so interested to see is olivia's going to get a new menu you, i don't think i've been there before i you? think i've been there once many years many <coughs> moons ago uh, but it'll be interesting what's going to happen to Olivia's or the restaurant in general. You know, Disney sometimes they gotta, they that, gotta their step food up their needs to ugh, their food needs a complete they overhaul, gotta, top to bottom, you know, all of it. Especially after I've been to we've we both been to Vegas. You know, there's so many the, the options there and the food quality is just so much better. And I mean, even Disneyland. I mean, you look Disneyland's at Disneyland, better, yeah. And their food is way better. And it's been better for years. It's not even a recent thing. It's just. It it's makes time. me sad following Disneyland stuff on Instagram because I'm like, oh, I want that. And then I like read in the comments, then it's in Disneyland. And then I read in the comments, like Disneyland. I'm like, where is the Disney World good yeah, food? Disney World really needs. A, he, they need a new head of all the food and beverage for Disney World. They need to clean house. Hopefully, we'll, they'll be starting with this guy. Yeah, so maybe... He's uh, the first of the rest of them. Uh, Camilo uh, Velasco, uh, maybe you can make your way all the way up to the top and do something about Disney Is that food. a woman or a man, Camilo? It's a man. Okay. So then I was reading Walt Disney World News Today has made a claim. It's not official yet by Disney, but supposedly the wave at the Contemporary is going to be turning into an incredible-themed restaurant. Uh, so this is kind of a long... Why there? That doesn't even fit. Well... The Wave is a cute contemporary restaurant. The Incredibles is kind of like the theme of they the Incredibles. They have Chef Mickey's. That's all they need. Uh, yeah. The the theme of the Incredibles does have kind of a contemporary, retro, contemporary vibe. So I can kind of see it there. And this goes in line with... You know, Grand Floridian is getting a Beauty and the Beast uh, bar and lounge. Did you see that? No. What? You didn't see that? You know, that? Every, all my friends message me, like even my friends that don't live here that are Disney people, they'll message me about stuff and I'm like, oh, I didn't know. And <laughs> I'm a pass holder and I live here. I don't know. I just don't really keep up with Disney stuff like that. So I, just let, I just wait until I see it for myself. I don't really like keep up on the blogs and the posts and, then and all that wilderness lodge now has a snow white themed quote-unquote restaurant as well so Where? it seems like somewhere in the wilderness lodge i don't know if it's uh, artist point that transformed into the snow white theme but i think there's this thing where we need to get uh you know disney franchise you know titles into these resorts for some reason to draw people in but people are going to come anyway. The wave has never been one of my favorites, but I don't really, th- I don't think, <coughs> sorry, Stephanie's sick again. Again, I'm sorry. Um, 
I don't think it needs to be incredible themed, but I think that the I don't w- think so either. The wave. Has I think Chef Mickey's is more than enough to draw to take care of that d- demographic there. I agree because that is a high. That's one of the high end resorts, so I feel like they should have at least more than one f- food choice for high end dining. Right. I agree. Wah wah. But the wave has never been a great place for me. Uh, the food has hit and miss, and the service in the dining room has always been bad. I think I talked about this before. Service in the dining room has always been poor, but the bar service has always been great. I've only just done bar there. I've well, never ate. I would recommend doing that. Just do bar there. Anyway, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, but supposedly reservations are open through November. Like, it's just, like, there's no set date because this is still speculation based on Walt Disney World news, but I guess they're a pretty good resource Hmm. and they've made accurate predictions or they've been fed information in the past. Anyway, so Open Table, changing, still in the restaurant line, um, they named in their list, uh, I think, across the nation of restaurants for a big night out. Two of our our restaurants here. A big night out. Woo! (laughs) Two of our restaurants here made the list. Uh, Both of them are Disney Springs. Uh, One is the Boathouse. Mm -hmm. I would agree. And then one is Raglan Road, which I agree with that one too. That's your your favorite place. That is my one, probably the top three restaurants in Orlando, I would say. I don't know what my top three are, but that would be in it. Raglan Road is fantastic, and the entertainment is good too because you get the Irish uh, dancing and the live music, and mm. that is a big night out, I would say. Yeah. So I I I agree with both. I wouldn't of those. say the Boathouse would be a big night out. I mean, it has a really nice ambiance and well, nice theming. If you sometimes they have live music there. I if guess, you want to, yeah. you know, have a real big night out and pray the, pay the, <laughs> pay the pretty penny for like the boat to take you out on the yeah, water yeah, and yeah. To, so maybe like the whole experience if budget is no option yeah. or, or um no hindrance then you could just you know go on the boat ride there's the bar out on the water which i've never been out to the bar That's all nice. the way out. i've never been all the way out there that bag portion is really nice they even have a lot of seat seating back there that like goes deep you don't really see it until deep. you take the path yeah it goes deep deep so another thing that came through um today um on our instagram our friends over at steak on fire they messaged us directly bruno messaged us and said they said you go ahead and tell the promo do you remember the promo can you uh, remember off the top of your buy head? two entrees get one free that's correct so if you're looking for a big night out on a budget <laughs> we're gonna say steak on fire is on our list <laughs> We love Steak on Fire. It's Stephanie, delicious. you're ready to do commercials. I am. You are ready to get paid. I'm ready to get paid. I'm <laughs> ready to get laid. All of it. Uh, okay. Um, but Steak on Fire is awesome. It's till, yeah. Did you say till June 30th? No, I it's did not. T- it's till June 30th. <laughs> you have to do like, you know how they always say the this fast, stuff and then yeah, they go the with this low voice like, uh, pending promotions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The fine print. They do like all the fine print like yeah. really fast in a low voice. So the fine print is that it is until June 30th of this year, 2019, and it's going to be out of the three entrees, it's going to be the, ch- uh, the lower cost. Obviously, Obviously that's duh. always what it is. If you don't know that that's the fa- if that's what it is, then get out of town. <laughs> you don't deserve the promotion. But that's great. You know, if you have three people that are willing to eat dinner with you. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> you have to round up two <laughs> friends. 
a third the third wheel you have to find that third wheel to go eat with you usually it's me so where are all my friends at who wants to take me to steak on fire but no kidding aside steak on fire is awesome yeah we love it <laughs> so it's good quality food for g- great price yeah and a clean environment bruno's real nice we met him last time we went there for a meal wonderful 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 okay so something we did this week was stephanie had told me about this place called chicken bites chicken bites chicken bites i ran into this place when i was at the celebration what is it food truck rally thing oh food truck friday yeah Yeah. and um i actually went there because i want was i thought it had they had chicken but like nuggets, chicken nuggets like little pieces of chicken that's what it sounds like because that's what i wanted every other car every other truck was just like treats there was no i wanted meat and i went up and the lady was like substance i wanted substance i wanted protein and she was handing out these little samples but it was like a mozzarella cheese stick mm-hmm. and then you know she told me the whole ordeal right and then you know i told brian that he has to try so it. basically uh these are based off of brazilian coxinha 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 so these are based off of brazilian coxinha so Cochinha is is generally in Brazil. It is chicken is in the middle, and then it's the chicken is uh, around it is packed in like a potato kind of starchy dough. Dull. I would say, and but then, it doesn't taste doughy. No, me. no, it's very, very. It's like a quarter of an inch. Yeah, and and that dough can vary in thickness yeah. uh, based on who's preparing it. And but these are so small that they're the like dough little poppers. Thin. Yeah, uh, and then they're uh, they're fried. Uh, it's more. It's probably my favorite like street food in Brazil uh, is coxinha. And so this place uh, we went to um, at Stephanie's complex. So she saw in her elevator, and she sent me a, a picture of the the sign in her elevator in her complex. Saying and that I they said, "Want to come here. over for a date? And we can I have coxinha." I was sick too, but uh, I was wasn't sick enough <coughs> to uh, pass up coxinha. Pass, <laughs> pass up coxinha. So. Uh, we got coxinha. My favorite ones were the cheddar and bacon. So we got mozzarella, mm-hmm. cheddar and bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got what was the I brown got the, one? The pork. Oh pork. no! I got okay. So for the coxinhas, the traditional coxinha, I got we got the mozzarella, the cheese, the cheddar and bacon, the pork, and then the chicken and cream, and then they had kibi, which is like a Middle Eastern thing. And it ha- was basically like kibi with. So that's not a Brazilian thing. It's well, there's a big Middle Eastern um, population in Brazil, and so they kibi is all over the place. Oh, so, okay. uh, this was like kibi with in the shape of coxinha with um, like a, a cheese and a white cheese in the middle, and then. I think probably the number the one best thing, thing that we like most was the de- we got a lot. I got a lot. Uh, was the dessert one and it was dulce de leche. And that mm. was it was like the outside. It was like a donut. It, tastes it was like, like a churro. Like a, there was sugar on the outside. I would have loved um, like a sweet sauce to dip those in. Mm-hmm. I think I would have. You got the guava and cheese. That I know that you didn't really care for last time your first visit, but yeah. I think I would have liked the guava and cheese. You might have. It was a little. It was just a little much to eat. Because they come in a pack of five, so it was just too much to eat it's, five. I, I, I wish they would say, let you like. Yeah. I wish they would just have like a dessert one where it was like one of each. Because they had they had one other dessert one too, didn't they? 
They had several others. I they had, they a, had a chocolate one. Yeah. I don't no, know. No, they had Nutella. Oh, yeah, Nutella. That's what they had. They had Nutella, Dolce de Leche, and the guava and cheese. I think what I would do is I would change the format. And I would say, you get to pick. You you have to pick a minimum of, of five, but you can pick as whatever flavors whatever you, you want because they're pre they're pre made. Yeah, it's not like they all they do in that truck is drop them in the is fryer. drop them in the fryer. So so why don't you just chicken bites? Y'all may need to make it way easier on us on us and just allow us to pick a custom order of exactly what because basically how it was set up is um for the the traditional chicken bites is what they're calling them uh you get a what a pack of 10 and you get uh five of one flavor and five of the other and then you can get higher orders but 10 is the right amount yeah but it would be nice to be able to like mix and match more because it's not being made in the in the in but the that's truck. probably why they don't let you mix and match because they want you to buy a five pack of this one, a five Whatever. pack of that one. <laughs> I thought it was okay. I would not travel to go get that, but if it, the food truck is down the street, I will go and grab some yeah. chicken bites. But I wouldn't like travel a long distance yeah. for it, just to be honest. I, I like them. I mean, it's I, I would just, get it again. It's but not. It's not nothing I can't have anywhere else. Right. I guess that's <laughs> a lot of times that's what the food trucks like uh, traveling to. A f- I've never traveled a long distance to a food truck, like saying, oh, my gosh, I have to go to this food truck. I remember a long time ago. Remember, like when food trucks were like pop- just coming into popular. just coming into play. There was a cupcake truck in Orlando that I really, really liked a lot. And it's they are since out of business. I don't know why, because they had two trucks and oh, I remember going I on location name. and um. I can't even remember their name. I used to travel to find them. But they were good. They were really good. And I forget the name too. I wonder why they went out of business. Mm. Probably because a million other cupcake trucks came <laughs> on the scene. Probably. But um, yeah. But it was fun. We had a nice little dinner night, even though we were both sick and irritable. Yeah, but it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And okay, and this is another thing while we're on that topic. I think that more uh not just apartment complexes, but places where people work, office buildings. Yeah. Things. They need to bring b- food trucks in. If you're running a food truck, I would say you need to start calling up offices. Yeah. Because I, from my job, I, I do a mobile job too. So I go to different offices and a lot of times these people either have no, they have no cafeteria or they're just bring they're all like leaving going off site for lunch right but if there was like a truck like if you organize to have your truck come like once a month like maybe mm-hmm. on fridays mm-hmm. and they could advertise to the employees like every friday we're gonna have a different truck here people would eat office people would eat that a hundred percent a hundred percent we had one at my office they were trying it like i don't know it was if it was once a week or once every other week but the problem was the food was so nasty like it wasn't like a it wasn't like a chic truck or oh, like it a was just artisan like truck. A wiener truck it was just like a uh, oh we're gonna do this too because you know we can br- yeah, bring food yeah. To it. yeah yeah it wasn't anything it wasn't anything to like good there was no healthy options yeah so i'm not gonna go and get this fatty gross food you know i think that's i think that would be a really cool thing to organize like if you had a food truck you know to try to get to a different office built you could even do a couple offices in one day 
you know you could mm-hmm. plan to be from like two like 12 or 11 to one at one place and like even if you, you know, like you, you could do something like if you were a dessert truck you could be as people are leaving work yeah like the and ice you could cream have, man just like, roll up or you could just have prepackaged cupcakes and people leaving work that are going to a friend's house or going back home to the kids they're just going to yeah. pick up these prepackaged things and if you can sell them and get them out like you know really quickly man that's that's some money 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 it's all about the money so the next thing on our list is um typhoon lagoon over across from disney springs (laughs) they i don't know how long they've been doing this we're not sure if this is the first year i'm pretty sure it's the second year but they have an event called h2o glow and this year uh the theme is toy story because toy story 4 is coming out so uh, i'm excited toy story is kind of getting a lot of uh, screen time just because of that Uh, but it is an after hours event that is 59 dollars before tax and basically you get kind of like the parties at like the magic kingdom the park shuts down and then you because you have this ticket um get to have a a unique experience because they are claiming that the atmosphere of the park really changes for this h2o glow event so and i'm thinking 59 bucks is not bad because i'm thinking what would regular what do you think regular park admission is it's about that it's about that and then this is limited tickets so it's not going to be as crowded right the sun is going to be down so it's going to be a lot cooler Hopefully the afternoon storms have passed. Yeah. So this is running from May 30th. So it's running right now through August 24th. So go check out um, the Walt Disney World's website for more information. But this is a cool like thing if you want to do something off the beaten, you know, off your regular uh, planned yeah. things for summer. Uh, just a cool experience. Uh, I think we're going to try to go. I definitely want to go for sure. It just looks like it's fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. I wonder if you can rent cabanas during this. <laughs> Probably not. Mm. I mean, Disney likes money. I, I was going to say, I never put it past Disney to make an extra buck, but who knows? You never know. We'll see. So let's talk a little bit about um, movies and stuff. So we, Steffi and I saw Aladdin. We did. There was and a little bit of silence there, Stephanie. I mean, I was just kind of gathering my <laughs> thoughts. Um, so my expectations were nothing. You know, yeah. I didn't go in thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be great. My you expectations know? were that it wasn't going to be good. Everyone is like, it's so hype about Disney stuff. Like, especially these live action movies that have been coming out. And Which is too many, in my opinion. Too many too quickly. Money. Slow they it down. Want, Slow well, down. All they want is money. Yeah, but let's, let's... I don't know why they don't, like you said, stretch things out. Like, now we have this uh, Aladdin this month, Toy Story next month, and then what's coming? Oh, let's get uh, some original Lion stories. King. If you think about it, this year from Disney, have we had any original stories? I because hope they're br- brewing the best ones as we speak. They better be because... While they're putting all these things out that they've already done, hopefully somebody's somewhere making original content. So Aladdin, Lion King... Toy Story, to me, that's not original. It's just basically the same story over again uh, with some new jokes and some new characters. It's just, that's not new to me. Uh, then we have, uh, oh, ev- uh, Frozen 2. That's not new to oh, me. Oh, when's that coming out? November. Oh, okay. Uh, we got Lion King live action. Yeah, Lion King. So nothing new. I did. S- I saw an ad for some Pixar cartoon animation um, yeah it was an animation uh i don't know what it was called though so i guess that's a stupid we'll story 
<laughs> um, but Aladdin was good. I was a little disappointed with the lack of funniness from the genie. I thought whoever wrote that part just did a poor job because originally in the cartoon, the genie was so funny. Like he played so many different characters and he just had so many funny parts. And I thought that Will Smith was kind of dry. Mm. Yeah. And mm. at I the didn't end, ca- I didn't also, while we're going on the negative parts, I didn't care <laughs> for uh, in the original music for the specific movie was not good. Yeah. Um, I also was a little bit disappointed that we didn't talk about, I was disappointed that in the, um, a whole new world sequence, like they only stayed in the middle East. They didn't like go see a whole new world, you know, like in the movie or the original animation, they kind of, you know, it's a, it's like a fantasy montage of them going anywhere they wanted to go different part of the world. And I didn't even notice that while I was watching the movie. It was a little bit boring. Yeah. It was much more in the animated film. The a whole new world, which was much was a much more impactful visually, because um, they were like swooping in yeah. and out and, and then going remember fast they and end, going up and then down. They end with fireworks in China. Yeah, and you're this, right. This one on was on the just top of the, r- the roof of that mm-hmm. little pagoda, and this one was just like mm, wah wah. There, I'm just but gonna chop you back to your room. Overall, I felt like it was. Um, it well, was that sounds like a film. date in 2019. So <sighs> he's not gonna show her shit. He's like, let me just take your ass around the block and drop you back off. Uh, but I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked it. I give it three stars out of five. Yeah, that's what it deserves. And then we also saw Rocket Man. Mm, yeah. Which, first of all, is one that I would never have gone to on my I, own. Because I was like, Steph, uh, Devonie and I are coming to Rocket Man. You want to go? And she's like, she paused like she didn't want to go. And then she's like, well, I ain't doing nothing else. I said it's either that or sit on my couch all day. <laughs> Sit in my bed all day because I don't even have a couch. But um, I really liked it. And actually, I've been thinking about it all week. Like, it's, it's it I good. don't know. I thought it was very insightful. I don't know. I Sadly, I don't know anything about Elton John. You know, I just, he's never, of course, I love and appreciate his music that I know of, mm-hmm. that I get mainstream. Not, you know, I've never gone on my own to look at anything of his. But, um. It was very good. Yeah. I learned a whole lot about his life, his musical career, the evolution of it. And I don't know if I, I would just be wanting to know whether he had a hand yes, in he writing. He did. Well, he didn't have a hand in writing it, but he uh, like I want to know that he approved everything because yes. you know how sometimes movies will exaggerate things just for entertainment mm-hmm. value. Like, you know, in Titanic, how oh. the whole story between Rose and Jack, like we don't know if that Listen. ever happened. Like, I want to know if this story about Elton John is, was his real life. Yes. Like, as I far mean, as his going, childhood. They're and going his... to, yes, it was all, it was all um, pushed forward by him. Yeah. This whole project. Because he's very well and alive. He has, he has, um, well, he's in his 70s, but he has two kids now. Uh, you know, but he was very much involved in the production of the film. And he's been wanting this film for a while. Um, but, but yeah, I, I just thought it was good. It's. And I hate musicals. And I but didn't know this was going to be a musical, but it was done tastefully. It was done very well. I didn't think, I thought we were just going to hear. So I, uh, saw, you didn't, I don't think you saw um, Bohemian Rhapsody. No, I did not. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought it was going to be more like Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody where that's less of a musical and you're just hearing the music. Yeah. This is much more like they're, uh, for Rocket Man. they're in the scene and they break out into song. 
which having I, to do with the current right the situation, situation. But it's an Elton John song that they are breaking out into. I didn't know that that's how it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be we're going to see him sing these songs on stage. Yeah, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was just really. It didn't interrupt. It wasn't as like cheesy as Mamma Mia. Yeah, you know, like Mamma Mia is, which is why I hate musicals because it's stupid and cheesy. But all the songs they kind of really related. But everything like it just really. It was good. Yeah, it just vibed well, and everything was seamless. I would probably buy that movie. I think I I would buy. I would watch it again. I would watch it again for sure. I would watch it again. I I definitely would go see it again. That one for me is like a four point five out of five stars or something. Yeah, something like that. Watch, we're turning into movie critics. <laughs> so, on to at home entertainment via Netflix, and I also have one that's on Hulu, Hulu, Hulu that I really like. But so Stephanie um, has watched this one that we're going to talk about, and I just finished it today. It is called "Always Be My, My Maybe." maybe. <laughs> right, we got the <laughs> yes. title right. So this is a brand new Netflix uh, film. It's not a series. It's a film. And this is by Ali Wong. And her stand-up specials on Netflix are freaking hilarious. They're really funny. I watched them a long time ago, but they're pretty funny. So this is a recommendation to watch all her stand-up specials on Netflix, but also watch her new movie on Netflix. I think watch the movie first. Yeah. Yeah. So that way you don't get images of her. You know, you know, sometimes when you like get an image about somebody and who they are and like their personality and then you kind of watch them in a movie, it kind of like, you know, takes away from the character. But uh, but I think it's good uh, either way. Yeah, I think it's fine either way. But uh, it was really good. You know, this is the thing like I think the Asians just need to take over. Yeah. Right. Because we really liked the other Asian movie, too. Like the rom-coms are back and the, the Asians are bringing the wrong rom-coms. Bring back. it back, Asians. I love Asians. But this was a really good rom-com. Yeah. It was really good. Especially um, for a Netflix movie. It must be. I, I want to say that it's very new, like recently yeah, filmed. Days. Because uh, they were making references to Meghan Markle giving birth, which only happened like, what, a month ago? two months ago well when you know them when the movie's gonna release or you know yeah. but it was kind of like it w- they were making fun of how she just took how she basically just plopped out the baby and then took that photo well imagine went, imagine like how quickly now that they can produce a film yeah i mean they can just produce a film in no time must be so uh but this was really good and uh it didn't feel like a cheap production no like, there was some really good locations like that they filmed in and it was based in San Francisco mostly. Mm. And uh, you could tell they probably didn't film a lot of it in San Francisco, but I mean, it was still, but there were still good sets and for a Netflix movie. Uh, and f- yeah, it was really good. And the, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal who the really huge movie star that was in it was. Cause I want to leave that as a surprise. Remember when they go to dinner she's dating him for a hot minute. Oh, I don't even. If I, you don't if know. If they that. wouldn't have said his name, I wouldn't have known who it was. But I don't want to <laughs> reveal it to the audience because he's kind of like a cameo type part, and I want sh- the audience, our listeners, to be yeah. surprised at who it is. But uh, I thought it was funny. I yeah. thought it was funny. Um, 
It's just good. Just good. So go watch I it. I like the Asian with the dreadlock. So speaking of Asians, uh, I am in the middle of watching the first season of Killing Eve, which has Sandra Oh. Um, who's oh, I love Sandra Oh. She's my favorite from Grey's Anatomy. So you might like... Do you have Hulu? Yeah. You might like Killing Eve. But Killing Eve is... It's generally not something that you would watch. But um, it is about this serial killer... It's a, a, a female serial killer um, who's really an assassin, but she's also, she's crazy. She's crazy. And Sandra Oh is, um, she was working for British intelligence. Uh, she was fired. Then she gets hired uh, secretly on by uh, someone from British intelligence. And Sandra Oh has this passion to find out um, who this woman is and, basically catch this woman who's i guess i could give it like one an episode or two but it's not it's sandra oh sandra oh it just i've always loved sandra oh and i was so sad when she left Grey's anatomy so even though sandra oh like can be like kind of serious there's always this side of her that like you can kind of relate to her and she brings this comedic side to it even though it's serious she brings this comedic side to it i don't know how she does it but somehow she does it so this is very much she has a really good relationship and i don't know who the um she has a really good relationship with the person who brings her back on to uh british intelligence after she gets fired what the female actresses or the actor's name is but she has a really good relationship and a good rapport, just on-screen rapport with her. It's just good. This it's is in its first season? Um, I think the second season just finished, and it's a BBC show. So the only the first season is on Hulu. And Does I ha- Sandra Oh talk with a British accent No, no, no. no. She's show? American. Oh, okay. In the show, she's American. <laughs> that would just be not believable. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's Asian. <laughs> I mean, that's just too... <laughs> It's too much. Not to say that, not to she take that away, in, not to take that away from her, but that would be too much. But she's an American who has married a European, and they're living in got it in the UK. And uh, yeah, it's good. Go check it out. That's definitely a recommendation. Do you have any other uh, streaming recommendations that you want? to I talk had about? one, but I for some reason I can't find it because I've already finished it. It was um this kind of quirky, funny little um show on. I think it was a Netflix original. It's about this guy that has like, I believe cerebral palsy or like muscular dystrophy. He has basically like, um, a kind of like a, something that does something with his muscles. He's fully functional and he's very smart, but he's just a little bit off and he goes to get this job. Uh, he gets like an internship. Yes. I saw this one. And he, um, basically doesn't tell anybody about his disability because he wants everyone to treat him equally and you know he gets into this office and he's doing great things and you know making friends and it's just a really and it's like a coming of age thing where because he even though he's older he's just now getting out from under his mother's wings for the first time it's called special. special And, uh, you know, he's experiencing all these things for his first boyfriend, his first friends, like his going to a parties, his first job. And uh, it was really funny. Yeah. Special special is really good. One of the things I liked about special is sometimes I, I need some shows that are really just 20 minutes long. Yeah. And this a is a nice light little thing. And that's what this is. It's very light. But also, you know, it's it's great to see. You there's know, a funny um, there's a funny Indian girl in there. Yes. She plays like his best friend. 
It's a good show. And um, have you you watched it all? Yeah, I watched it all. I loved it. I thought it was. Cute. I'm excited. RuPaul has his show AJ and the Queen. It's coming out in January of 2020. I'm excited to see even just a preview for it. I'm like raring to go. Give me that preview. Is it a is it a scripted show or? It's a scripted show. Okay. Yeah. So it's I'm about excited drag for queens. That. I I guess I I guess RuPaul appears <laughs> in drag in it. I, I'm not really sure. Well, I'm guess because it's AJ and the Queen. So let's see. But who's uh, AJ? I don't know. I really don't know nothing about it except for RuPaul's He hasn't said anything on he, his podcast? He talks a little bit about here and there. But you know Netflix, in, in general these days, like he was saying on his podcast, Netflix doesn't want me to tell me when it's coming out. He says, fuck it. I'm going to, you know, what does it matter that I'm telling yeah. people when it's coming out? Um, but he did slip the other day and, and it's coming out in January. But other than that, I really don't know the point. Well, obviously he didn't slip because it's not a live podcast. So he slipped that on he, purpose. He slipped it, and they, I guess they didn't care. But anyway. Either that so. or they don't listen to his podcast, and they don't know he slipped it. But I'm excited uh, for Disney Plus to come in. Um, yeah, are you going to give me your password so I don't have to pay for it's it? It's six bucks a month. I just still don't want to pay for it. It's six bucks a month. Still? Six dollars a month. Everyone could. Everyone <laughs> should be paying for it. I don't want to pay for it. Oh my god! I don't pay for any streaming services. Moochin. I have everyone's password for everything. Netflix is getting expensive. It's like fourteen bucks a month. I mooch off my mom's password. It's like fourteen bucks a month now. Sorry, mom. All right. So, final is it finally? Yeah, it's our last topic. So this week. I dropped my phone in just the right spot on the tile floor. Have you ever dropped your phone? I've dropped my phone a few times, but never knock on this wooden desk. It is actually wood. I have never, ever broke my phone. I'm not like, I'm not uh, a careless person, so I rarely drop my phone. Well, this is the first time I've dropped and broken a screen since I had the iPhone 4 back in 2008 or 9 or 10. <laughs> That's a long time. So Do you remember when you had the LG chocolates? I remember that. <laughs> remember when like that was an it That phone? was like uh, the phone. <laughs> and when Verizon was the best. Oh, yeah. Back in the good days. <laughs> the good old days. And your um, sidekick. Oh, Remember God. you had two phones. You I had did. your regular Verizon phone. And then you had your sidekick. Because I wanted a sidekick so bad. And I don't know why sidekick never let anyone else have the sidekick. Like I would have bought. I wish I could have had a sidekick on Verizon. Right. Uh, Just sad. deals that are made. Yeah. Deals I that are made. I w- and I think the sidekick should come back. Don't you? Whatever happened to the sidekick? Well, it did. I think it did come. It kind of came, tried to come back. I just love having a full keyboard sideways and just flip that little thing with your thumbs. You look it's, so cool. You just like that flip because it was satisfying. It, it was, was. It was part of your ASMR fetish. Yeah. yeah. I just loved it. I just love it. <laughs> you would still have a flip phone if you could. I would. You know they're starting to make the phones that fold. I saw that on a commercial on TV. Another another 20 years, Apple will finally catch up and and have it. It's okay. I will always love you, Apple. I will (laughs) always stick to you. I will marry to you. So I dropped my phone, and I wasn't upset. I was just like, I I just got to figure out what I'm going to do. You know, I took one for the team and got to figure it out. Just got to do what you got to do. But the thing was is that 
I want to get the I'm new phone. I'm surprised you don't have Apple Care. Yeah, I think I should get it next phone. I really think I should get it. So it's still like too far away for the new phone, which comes out in September, which will be, you know, have new, f- brand new features, you know. Um, and I didn't really, so I didn't really want to get a new phone. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to fix this screen. So I called around and these places wanted like, well, Apple will, will charge you 280 for a You called repair. them first? Um, I text messaged my friend Liz who works for Apple and she sent me the price list of well, what it would be and I found my phone. And oh, okay, it was, okay. So uh, that's how I found out through a friend who works uh, at Apple. That is not acceptable to me. No. I'm not going to spend $280 if I don't have to. So I called around, but most of these places wanted, most of them wanted 250 and uh, there was one maybe you should for like, Excuse me, do you know I can go to Apple and pay 280 uh, I mean, for something that's not aftermarket? I mean, really? So uh, I found this place, and this is why we're talking about it, because their customer service was good. They were really quick, and the price was, um, because I didn't, I guess it, they, they, they gauge how much you damage the phone and based on how badly it's damaged, they give you a price. Uh, I wonder why, because either way you need a full new screen. I'm not really sure. I'm I just went with it. So it was either 89 or 149. And when I got there, they looked at the phone and said, they said it's going to be 89. Oh, so uh, after tax and everything, it was 94. That's bad. No. So it's not bad at all. Um, it's not. In fact, I want to get our phones together and compare the screens because it's not exactly. To be honest, it's not exactly the same. How do you know? I can just tell. Like it's not like it's bad quality, but like I feel like it's a little bluer than hmm. my last screen. Maybe I'm surprised they didn't tell you. Like, oh, it's a brand new piece of glass with blue Blu-ray blocking glass. No. Uh, there's no the harmful blue rays. I used to have the force touch, you know, when you like hard pressed and it would give you more options. I think I told you that, but it doesn't have that feature anymore, which eh, they can have that. I don't use that anyway. So I'm just going to be, when I resell this phone, I'm just going to be very transparent. I'm not going to try to swindle anyone. I'll let them know that it, I did get a replacement screen and, but it knock on wood, it's still going to be fully functional when I sell it in four months. Yeah. So because I'm going to get the new phone in four months. So anyway, for under a hundred bucks, I got a new screen. And where's this place at? So Let's this is tell our viewers. So, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said viewers. We always want to say viewers. Our listeners. listeners. So it's called Unifix. And I think they got that name from the, the fact that they're really close to Universal. <laughs> so it's U-N-I-F-I-X. It is on 5695 Vineland Road uh, in Orlando. So go check them out. If if you're if your you can't cracks, beat that price, yeah. If your screen cracks, just go over and get it fixed. So do you need an appointment, or you just walked in? I just in? went in right after work. I left uh, on a mission at five o'clock from work. Got there within twenty five minutes. Walked in. How long did it take them to do it? it? Took, I sat on the couch. It took them twenty minutes. Did you watch them do it? No, they did. It I'm the always like, I always want to know how people take apart the phones, like what it looks like inside, and well, I did all it. That jazz. I broke my iPhone four, and I actually replaced it myself. The screen? Mm-hmm. How come you didn't do try this one? Did you look on eBay for screens? It's too complicated. Yeah, I don't want to. You did it here. once, and you'll never do it yeah. again. 
It's t- even on the How iPhone How long did 4, it take you? Do you remember? Oh, on the iPhone 4? Yeah. How, like probably two hours. Jesus. Like just a lot. And I messed up part of it. Yeah. And then I had to, I think I had to order a new part or something because I messed up part of it. And it was, and that was an easier phone to take apart. These phones now are crazy to take apart. Yeah. You could go YouTube it. That's why. Because they don't want you to take it apart. Yeah. They don't want you They to just want it. you to get a new one or pay for it. They just want you to buy a new one. Exactly. So that's a pro tip. Definitely go check out Unifix. I really appreciate them uh, swapping out the phone. And now I have a phone and don't have to worry about getting a new one. Hallelujah. Small small price to pay. Yeah. And like uh, I didn't want my thumb to bleed on that broken glass of the screen. You ever seen people that just roll like that? They just Uh, roll with a broken screen forever. How do you roll with a broken screen? No. Like I didn't go more than two days with a... Even that was a little long for me to roll with a broken screen. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. Just for roll up into a business meeting with this <laughs> broken ass phone. People were wondering, like, oh, what's going on over there? It just makes you look irresponsible. Yes, it does. So if you're listening to this on a broken screen, go to Unifix. If you're, yeah, if you're listening up. to this on a broken phone, you should have asked them for a discount code. It's funny because in one of they had this bin of um, cheap cases that were labeled two dollars if you give us a review. (laughs) (laughs) Were they even cases for phones people still use? Probably not even look because from far away I could tell I don't want any of those cases on my phone. You should have been like, I'll give you a review if you give me two (laughs) dollars (laughs) off. Anyway, well, thank you everyone for joining us for episode 40. Yeah. It's 40. 40. 40 and thank you for uh, everyone who nominated us for uh, orlando weekly yes so, so we yeah we can talk about that for a little bit um okay <laughs> we uh rallied for our nominations last week or the week before and i believe on the 26th they're going to publish the list of people who made it on the final ballad for the best of orlando so make sure you vote for us for your most favorite Orlando podcast. Yes. So we're hoping. That was a great commercial, huh? We're hoping to be at least nominated. And I looked at last year's winners. So there's a Who winner. Who was a winner last year? Um, Tom and Dan. Yeah. Tom and Dan. Okay. They're the winners. They have a huge following. They do. <laughs> Sometimes I see people with Tom and Dan, Tom and Dan bumper stickers. They have a huge. Maybe we following. need bumper stickers. I think we might need to get bumper stickers. <sighs> what if we did merch? Let us know. Do you guys want merch? Email us, Orlando out of context at gmail dot com. If you want merch, let us know. We can hook up the merch. Yeah, we could do stickers. I've been wanting to do stickers just because you know when you go places and you see just. Like sometimes, like I'm not going to vandalize something, but sometimes there are things where there's like stickers all over the place. I would love to just slap one of our stickers up there. We got to do it. But yeah. So uh, after the. Oh, so what I know, what I noticed. So I looked at last year's winners and there is the winner, of course, but they also list like the top three. Yeah. So uh, maybe we could be in the top three. I I at least want to be nominated on the list yeah. of nominations. <laughs> We're just being uh, transparent. 
just because I want other people to like, I, I, my hope is that other people would see the list and see our name and then be like, oh, oh I never heard up. of them before. Let me go look it up. So, you know, if you love to listen, just share with at least one friend. And after the 26th, we're going to rally again. We're going to get our friends, our family, and our loved ones, and all of Orlando to get the votes. To vote for us. All right, guys. So um, make sure that you go and follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Make sure that you also listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And the YouTubes. And the YouTubes. And until next time, bye. Is that what do I have to fix now? <laughs> but it's your ASMR. I want to make an ASMR video. Help me.